Hello listeners, with the end of the year and always a time for reflection, I thought I'd get some friends of mine to come along and help us look back at the year that was 2022. So hi Charlie, uh, thanks for asking me about uh, my 2022. I uh, hope yours has gone well and I uh, hope you're well at the moment in the, in the frozen north. It's been a good year, I've had a good, uh, if you excuse the Christmas bun, it's been a cracker. Thanks, Stuart. Hi, Charles. Hello, Daniel Howarth. Thanks for asking some probing questions. No problem, buddy. Um, so, I'm Dan. Yes, uh, yes you are, yeah. Howarth. Yup. Hi, I'm Adaran and Finn, and this is my review of the year for Charlie Baker. Hold on there, Finn. I've got Mandy Moore on the line. Hello, Mandy. What went well for you in 2022? I got a few first in my new racing category, which was very pleasing. I also got my first grandchild, and this was an amazing experience, better than I actually hoped, and it's just given us such hope and joy. Ah, congratulations, Mandy. Some people are a little bit shy and requested that their answers be read in a female Scottish accent. Hello, I'm Fee Pascal. I went on the On The Back Foot pod. <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> and it was one of my greatest experiences of 2022. Also, I guess that races have gone pretty well for me. Oh, that's great, Fee. And I mean, it was a really amazing year for you. Can you, can you tell me anything that's maybe not gone so well? Well, I uh, reduced my strength and conditioning a few times when I've been busy and immediately paid for it. Currently my lingering tensor fascia latte issue has re-emerged and it's 100% my fault. Also my local shop stopped selling one kilogram tops of my favourite peanut butter. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that Fiona and would you say you've learned learned anything from, from these experiences? I Consistency is key. <laughs> That's not very good. I'm trying not to overthink every little session and I uh, accept the lows because I also get the highs. I think it's important to just keep things ticking along. Oh, that's great, Fee. That's, yeah, good advice. I mean, if you had anything that you'd want to, you know, share with any of the runners out there, a, a message for anyone. Okay, so... My message. My message would be that you don't have to be good at running to be a good ultra runner, if that makes sense. I was never fast and never won anything when I was young, but I gave this long stuff a shot at 31, and it turns out I can keep going for quite a long time. Oh well, Fee, it's been great getting you back on the pa- on the pod. I mean, I'm seeing your name rocketing to fame, so it's lovely you could drop by. Um, is there anything that you're looking forward to next year? I'll be looking forward to challenging myself with some very hard races, um, very competitive races actually, and seeing how I cope with altitude. Ah, oh, that was mega. Um, how's Dan? How's Dan doing? Yeah, so I'll just answer your questions. Um, what have you enjoyed this year? So, mainly just 
being able to get out and run most of the year. Um, I've had a couple of breaks, but the majority of the year I've been able to to get out and about from home in Bradwell, getting to run around here lots from the door, uh, going to new places. Italy in the summer, did Giedemont uphill, which was the what was that? That was like the Italian national championships. Um, yeah, me and Billy thought we had a good run there. Uh, we ran together there, and then we finished, and we I think we'd come like forty six. So that was a bit of an eye opener. Hi, B Pascal here. I suggested to Charlie that he read my answer to his questions in a female Scottish accent. And I wasn't really expecting him to go through with it, but he did, which I think is pretty entertaining. Um, to be clear, I'm not from Scotland. I just wanted to hear him try the accent. Um, I think it's pretty entertaining, but if we have offended anyone from Scotland or any women, then I can only apologise. Um, a few points to sort of sum up our little conversation that we had. Um, keep up strength and conditioning. Always a good idea. Be consistent with it. Uh, being a good runner doesn't have to start from when you're a child. You can start training and start improving at any point. And most importantly, all shops should sell one kilo tubs of peanut butter. The little jars are, frankly, an insult. Um, and yeah, that's it. Happy New Year. Yep, couldn't agree more. Hope we haven't offended the whole of Scotland or the whole Scottish listener, whoever you are. Um, and great for you to guys to get an insight as to what a legend Fee Pascal is. As, um, I'm sure we'll continue to learn over the next few years. Let's get back to Stuart Walker and see what he's been up to. Uh, the best thing was, uh, uh, one of the best things is the Felsman. Um, so I had the honour to, uh, to start with number one uh, after 2019. So this year I started the Felsman um yeah with number race number number one um i couldn't uh, couldn't quite live up to number one and didn't didn't win again but um had a good race uh, and uh, yeah really enjoyed it and yeah like i say it was a real a uh, real pleasure to to have that number at the race as uh, a picture of me um in the first i think 20 miles in about a third of the way through with uh, ollie johnson and damien hall who eventually won together you know the two of them are kind of just jogging along nicely in their kind of matching red innovate uniforms and I'm uh, I'm there behind, looking like I'm I don't know, looking like I'm sweltering in the hot sun and uh, and melting behind them. So yeah, which was kind of the the shape of things to come really. Um, but that was a good good fun race. Um, that was good. Uh, another thing that's gone well this year has been uh, so I've been doing some some shorter races um, with the club down here in Falmouth. So I've done uh, been you know part with the team and like been out training with the guys on a Tuesday night and doing some some kind of coach sessions and um, yeah it's been really cool to be kind of in the team and you know the banter about oh you're not so fast tonight Stu you know beat me last time but not this time and yeah it's all been quite nice um, and yeah culminated in a in a race um, you know not important to anybody other than local clubs down here but a five mile road race um, which was pretty good uh, the other weekend and I was pleased to just just scrape under under half an hour for that uh, 29 something so I was pretty happy with that um, now wondering if I'm going to keep keep going with that and try and do some, you know, see if I can do 10 miles in under an hour. But I think that's probably, I think I'm probably done there. I think I'll stick to the longer stuff. Uh, so I think the main thing I've learnt this year probably is that, um, yeah, doing that kind of short, fast stuff um, on tarmac, which feels like it's not going to benefit your, you know, ultra trail stuff, whatever, at all, um, does actually make a difference. So at the end of... Um, 
yeah at the end of some longer runs i've really kind of felt the benefits of doing that i guess it's similar to kind of doing strength work but yeah to doing those kind of sessions and hill reps and all that kind of short stuff i found that it does actually um you know it's true what people have been telling us all these years it does actually help to do some sort of short fast training stuff rather than just go out and plod um plod day after day as i as i tend to do um yeah that's something i've learned i think i've also learned that you know some yeah i really enjoy my running this year and uh, you know maybe less last year bits of last year I, I enjoyed running less so um but yeah i think um i think i've learned kind of to keep it going and um yeah not to stop and uh, yeah to to realize that you know the the fun will come back and uh, yeah to keep it going and, and take a break when you need to um i don't think i particularly have a message for anybody or for all the runners other than other than maybe that really so yeah just kind of keep going and yeah keep enjoying your running and uh, yeah keep at it and uh, yeah keep keep having a good time and uh, yeah sort of you know obviously wish everybody all the best and have a good uh, a good christmas and year and everything um what am I looking forward to next year is the final uh, final thing. Um, so I need to get back up to the peak more, really. I've, I've definitely neglected my uh, my peak bog trotting, and I've missed it. I need to get back up there um, and see see you guys and stuff while I'm there. Um, what else? I'm not sure, really. I might do some races. I think I've managed three or four races this year, four maybe. So, yeah, I might try to, uh, might try to up that and get to, you know, see if I can break, maybe even break double figures for the number of races per year. Uh, that I do but yeah also um yeah also looking forward to some kind of you know solo cold obscure winter challenges as as usual um uh yeah so yeah hope you guys are all good and uh yeah look forward to catching up with you next year nice one great to hear from Stu there um if you liked what you heard you might like what you can read by going to challengestu.blogspot.com he's not asked me to do this but He's been up to some stuff on Dartmoor over December. That's probably what he means about obscure winter challenges. So, always an interesting guy. He was great getting on the podcast a while back. And he was very quick to come uh, back to me with some uh, content for this episode. And an excellent cracker joke. So, thanks, Stu. And let's get back to Darren and Finn before I so rudely interrupted him. What went well in 2022? Well, I finally ran a few ultramarathons. Uh, a few. Well, I've run, I've run lots of ultramarathons in the past, but they've always been a complete uh, epic journey of crises and drama and wanting to give up and tears and emotions. They've been a, an incredible roller coaster, and and I wouldn't say I performed particularly well in any of them, although I managed to get through them all. Uh, but this year, I ran a couple of relatively steady, easy ultramarathons where I, I didn't have these big dramas and it was quite fun because near the end of the races I'd be sitting in the aid station and everywhere around me were people going through those emotions I'd been through before where they think you can't do it you can't take another step how am I supposed to cross that mountain how am I supposed to run another 20 miles so so yeah I had a few good ultramarathons where I was just kind of fine I was just jolly chirp, chirpy uh I was that guy at the aid station or that guy who comes past you near the end of the race and says, go on, mate, you can do it. And sounds like they're just having a nice time. <laughs> uh, and so that was a new experience for me and that, that went well. What didn't go well in 2022? Well, <clears throat> so I have this plan next year. And it's one of the questions, what am I looking forward to next year? Well, one of the things I'm looking forward to is this crazy race, which I'm doing, which is the Self Transcendence 3100, which is a 3,100 mile race. 
uh, around one block in New York City. And so, of course, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm completely dreading it. I'm completely terrified. But it's uh, it's going to be the big the big thing for next year, and uh, it's going to be quite a challenge. Uh, it's at least sixty miles a day around uh, a half mile block in New York on concrete. Uh, no change of scenery. Uh, and at 60 miles a day for 52 days consecutively, no days off. Uh, so that's an epic challenge I'm looking forward to. What didn't go well in 2022 was building up my, my weekly mileage to a point that seems to be the training of someone who's going to be doing this race next year. As in, I think, you know, I, I still rarely get above 50 miles in a week. And that still feels like quite an, an effort to fit, fit 50 miles in in one week, where obviously... I need to be running a lot more than that. So so this effort to build up the the duration of my running hasn't gone so well, although part of me is thinking I don't want to peak too early. So from next year it's gonna I've got to start ratcheting it up. So so I don't know whether that was a mistake or not, but that I had thought by now I would be doing, you know, eighty, ninety miles a week. Uh, I'm feeling in the groove with that, but I haven't been. I guess that's good news, really, since he's written a book on ultra running. Actually, just breaking here, if you haven't read Finn's book, The Rise of the Ultra Runners, and you are interested in ultra running, that could be a good little thing to do this 2023. Uh, What did I learn this year? That's a tricky question. Uh, Yeah, in terms of running, I don't know if I learned. I've been learning a lot uh, over the years. I can't think of anything particularly new. I learned that I shouldn't have ticklish feet and uh, have very ticklish feet. Apparently an adult shouldn't have ticklish feet. It means your feet are oversensitive and they, uh, they're, not, they're going to be slightly scared of the ground because they're scared of everything. They're like jumpy. Your feet are not willing to, 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 to be in full contact with, with stuff because they're, they're oversensitized. Uh, and I have extremely ticklish feet, or I did until on the advice of Helen Hall, so look up Helen Hall if you're interested in this kind of stuff, I got myself uh, a new doormat, which had never been used before, uh, quite a bristly one, and I put it next to my bed, and I would get up every morning, uh, just rub my feet on it for five minutes, and actually it took about two weeks, within two weeks my feet were no longer ticklish. Certainly a bit different, I mean, I suppose I've tried taping my mouth after speaking to Donny Clark, whether I'll be getting the doormat by the bed to reduce ticklish feet we'll we'll come to see i can't say i've noticed a huge uh, improvement in my running as a result but it feels like if that's true that an adult shouldn't have ticklish feet and it kind of makes sense i mean you you know i'm sure people with the tough feet who would walk around barefoot probably don't have very ticklish feet it does suggest they're slightly oversensitized uh perhaps that's just another little piece of the jigsaw that I've put together and because uh, I have been running injury free pretty much this whole year I had an injury at the beginning of the year by mid-February I'd got rid of it uh, and I've been injury free since then I have done a lot of running for me I'm, I'm kind of approaching 2,000 miles for the year uh, yeah I I did learn some other stuff about myself away from this realm more about my my inner uh, self uh, I I won't go into that right now but if you if you're interested in self-exploratory stuff in a in a workings, I, all I can say is I highly recommend the work of Gabor Mate. He's been uh, he's got a book out called 
the the myth of normal uh, and it's it's some really interesting stuff to to read and think about and and reflect on there was another question i can't remember what it was what advice would i give to runners out there advice i'd give to runners out there is well i heard i just heard this morning i heard uh what's his name jacob ingebrigtsen one of the best runners in the world, Norwegian guy, 22. I heard him saying the same thing, which is what the Kenyans say, which is what everyone who knows Killian Jornet will say, and anyone who knows anything will say. It's just don't always be pushing it when you're running. Go out, have nice, steady, slow, easy runs on trails and just get out and enjoy running at a slow pace. Not all the time, obviously. Sometimes you need to push it, but don't always be out pounding the miles if you're if your slow run is seven minute mile pace eight minute mile pace even which is not that fast but even that is is probably not the kind of relaxed easy running uh you should be doing a lot more of and and it's just fun running slowly taking your time chatting exploring new 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 avenues the ethiopians are brilliant at this so yeah go and have fun uh, with your running don't always be slogging yourself to death take it easy sometimes take it there are easy days forget that slogan no easy days definitely you need easy days that's my bit of advice okay charlie hope that's okay hope that recorded uh happy 2022 happy new year good luck next year everyone let's go get it thank you finn that was lovely stuff so we'll go from one hard to pronounce name uh darren and finn on to another name that often gets mispronounced, mainly by me this year. So if I've learnt something, it's 2022. It's Doni Clark. Question one, what's gone well this year? Figuring out how to run up steep hills and feel comfortable. That's perfect. What's not gone so well? Running up steep hills (laughs) before I'd figured out how to run up steep hills. (laughs) What have you learned? <laughs> I'm not going to mention Steve. Uh, what I have learned is that the word training it gives me some kind of trigger. Yeah. Like it's not a deep trauma that makes me turn to a drink or drugs or do anything ridiculous, but it's something that like I struggle and it is like the language. Have a bit of a visceral reaction to it. The English Championships have shone a light on the fact that like training is something that's still not something I'm, I've been told I'm doing something that I necessarily don't want to do which is training for something it's something that like just immediately rears me up and that's, yeah. I'm alright after that but it's like, so that's that's definitely come up do you think that's helped like do you think that's worked by changing the wording a little bit yeah which people could I argue think, yeah. I think I'd probably trained harder than anyone for like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to pretend I didn't but like I just don't call it training yeah so, do you have a message for anyone or all the runners out there? Anyone who's listening in any context would be just be kind. Mm-hmm. In a running context, consistency, consistency, consistency. And what are you looking forward to next year? Specifically preparing for the Bob Graham. <laughs> Beautiful. So, a full running joke, if anybody else got this question. Um... Uh, no, I'm afraid I, I didn't actually ask anybody this question, Tom. I, I think you might have made it up. But I absolutely love that you've gone there. So here goes. So let me think. 
So a photon enters a fell race and uh, rocks up to Kitchek and um, he's got nothing with him. And so Kitchek go, oh, what, what are you doing? You've nothing with you, you can't run, it's, it's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, no chance. And he says, oh, I'm traveling light. So yeah, I also asked uh, Tom Savile to shed light on his 2022. Uh, what went well for 2022? So I uh, got back running, which was nice. And um, subsequently had a, a decent run at the All Crown Round, uh, English Champs Race in sixth. And then just had a great holiday in Zermatt around the Matterhorn and running the Ultrax 50k Sky Race. So, yeah, good year. And and more recently, a 10k PB at Ribble Valley. So that was pretty cool. What didn't go great? Um, had a funny glute, um, which meant that the Bradwell English champs didn't really go to plan. Just sort of hobbled around and got through it. Um, apart from that, nothing major. Uh, Again, Ribble Valley, that's fresh in my mind. Um, and the, yeah, the pre-race toilets were blocked. So that, that didn't go very well at all. And um, fall races are pretty bad. And, and yeah, this road running locks even worse by the sounds of it, or looks of it anyway. Next year, I've got the Trans Gran Canaria Marathon, um, which will be a nice... Um, Nice uh, warm weather training, really, in February, or warm weather racing. Um, Going to target the fell champs, see how I do, um, see where to go from there, and definitely fit in a time trial on the bike, um, just because I need to revisit that. I think it'll be a bit of fun. Um, but no solid plans, really, just see where the fitness is at, at the beginning of the year, I suppose. Thank you for those, Tom. And uh, thank you for your excellent joke. Oh, wait. Oh, no, you've got something more to say. Do I sound like I'm in a garage? Because I can do... I, I can re-record because I am in a garage. Um, yeah. Definitely um, adds a lovely atmos to the podcast. And, you know, I want I want it to be a real experience for people. I want it to be gritty. Uh, so, yeah, there's Tom Savile live from a garage telling you jokes about photons you know we we don't hold back on on the bake foot we we go to any lengths speaking of great lengths i think it's time we heard from bart shaw for me definitely big big highlight was um crz now thanks for reminding me of that race bart not just the race itself which is brilliant actually more just you know, spent a couple of weeks out there uh, just a beautiful amazing place um, and great to um, great to see you and Steve as well, Charlie, out there. Oh, excellent recovery. It wouldn't be right hearing from Bart Shaw and not hearing from the excellent former host of this podcast, Jamie Ratherfast. Echoing what Charlie said. Oh, fuck, not Charlie, Bart. Thinking about you too much, Charlie. Naturally. Um Echoing what Bart said about going out to Zenal, that was a really cool experience to go and run somewhere new. All right, a few of us went to Switzerland. Was lucky enough to go on holiday to Arizona this year and do some running with my big sister out in a completely new running environment. 
Um, and I think sometimes we can get kind of a bit uh, caught up in training and racing and, and goals. And um, yeah, I think I've managed to avoid avoid that and just enjoy running. And back to Bartholomew. What else have I enjoyed? Just getting back to racing. I've not done any racing or not done much racing for a couple of years. <laughs> I really haven't done much fell racing uh, due to COVID and what have you. So just brilliant to get back out there, do some of the champs races. I love that this year. Um, and the final thing was getting some coaching, uh, which uh, I learned a lot from and gave me a bit of structure, which I like, and a bit of like a sense of purpose, even if it's only really, you know, um, like, uh, you know, useful for, like, not, you know, just like um, useful for me or whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, I'm not going to be setting the world alight or winning loads of races. So it was, um, uh, but, yeah, just like, you know, I like thinking about how to improve at running um, and, how to get fitter and so it's been really good working with uh, Dave Taylor and um, Fell Running Guide uh, it's been brilliant so yeah I recommend that to anyone who's thinking about it <laughs> what's gone well uh, actually sort of generally thanks to the coaching I've, I, I think I've definitely got a bit stronger going uphill which uh, as a, um, a wannabe fell runner is uh, always a good thing um, I've, I've enjoyed it so much this year so that's definitely gone well uh, and then <clears throat> I wrote down some races that I thought had gone well and I realised they all started with a B uh, so maybe there's something in that uh, Blackamoor definite highlight of the year for me uh, Barrelin went well Buckton Pike went well uh, Burbage Skyline went well uh, so yeah all the races beginning with B have gone well so what's gone well this year? Um, for me this year, I think I only had two races really that I'd planned on doing um, and both of them went really well. I'd, I'd set my stall out to, to run Swelldale Marathon and win again and hopefully break the course record. Um, I didn't break the course record, but I did win and, and I was, you know, I was really happy. I had a, had a kind of a, a race strategy that I stuck to. Um, which was to go out as hard as possible from the start and give everything that I had and, you know, either either do really well or, or blow up and not do so well. And um, in the end, I was a little bit shy of doing what I wanted to do, but I was still really happy. It was nice to have a plan and stick to it and just um, just be happy with, happy with the end result. And, yeah, the second race was uh, the Wendover Woods 50 miler, which was... Uh, my first ever kind of actual ultra race. Um, I know I've, I've run ultra distances before, but never just raced them. And so that was something new um, for me. And again, I, I trained very specifically for that and I guess put a lot of a lot of time and de dedication into training for that. And that went really well. Again, I, I won that race. And, and again, I had a kind of a strategy which I stuck to and it, it paid off. Um, but again, that was something that I was really proud of, to be honest. I'm, I was really proud that I kind of dedicated myself to the training for those two things and the specificity and got, got the results that I wanted. Um, so, yeah. So, Bart and his B races. B sometimes being beating Baker. And Jamie and his A races. 
fantastic stuff what didn't go so well um yeah lots definitely some races in the spring and autumn in fact one just gone that didn't go so well uh, and actually not so much the races but i think it's like it's like the training leading up to them it can just you know sometimes life gets in the way a little bit actually illnesses um a badly timed bout of flu or actually bronchitis this autumn you know it's just like uh can slightly derail things but i guess the important thing is i still went along to those races even though i wasn't like perfectly prepared totally messed up the pacing on some of them like um gisborough but you know still had a great time carried on finished with a smile on my face uh you know life's a bit too short to um so it's disappointing when wait when races don't go well but life's a bit too short to dwell on it for long and uh yeah i've just i've enjoyed doing them anyway uh so what hasn't gone so well um i suppose there was a, a point towards the end of the summer and the early stages of the year when i lost a little bit of direction with some of my training um and was worried that i was squandering time and time and effort um but um you know i managed to get some new coaching and some new guidance from a few different people which was really good and helped put me back on my way um i think you know sometimes you can spend a lot of time focusing on on one training element um and it can all start to get a bit on top of you and i felt like i'd lost some impetus really um which you know which that has i guess potential to derail derail things um but it was it was it was a minor blip along the way, um, and I think perhaps ref- reflecting on the year, as I said, I've spent a lot of time kind of focusing just on two specific races, and so maybe I've I've realised that you know I've whilst I've gained some strength and some endurance for doing longer races and more off road running, now I kind of look back uh, and I think actually I've, have I have I wasted time this year and. I, I know I've lost uh, some some road speed and some of the speed that I had previously, um, so I think perhaps, although it's gone gone well in terms of it's given me what I wanted, it hasn't gone so well in terms of keeping my overall um, overall. Oh fuck! I don't know what I'm trying to say. I haven't I haven't managed to structure my training so well for just general running. So whilst I've gained some skills and strength in one one type of running, I've lost some, which I'm going to have to try and regain again this year in in other areas, perhaps and refocus myself a bit. There you go. We found it. Back to Barty boy. And my message is to a particular person, Charlie, and and that person is you. Uh, so here's my message. My message to you. Uh, which is um, just like brilliant work. This I think I really enjoyed this podcast. I love listening to it. I think you've got um, some great guests. Uh, you do things in your own inimitable style, uh, and just like a nice vibe, which I think is you know pretty uh, pretty aligns nicely with the kind of general vibe of, of fell running. Actually, uh, and isn't too serious or doesn't like isn't too sort of you know commercial i guess as well uh so i really enjoy it so keep up the good work really look forward to hearing your 2023 episodes 
as an editor, you um and are about leaving uh, people praising you in the New Year's episode. I think why I've left that in is because Bart Shaw is a fantastic friend of mine and he is very supportive. So the reason you had to go through 40 seconds of Bart saying how great my podcast is is because I think Bart would say that if I had a terrible podcast. So thanks, Bart, for being a great pal this year. And if there's a lesson to be learned there, it is surround yourself with good people who will give you support and give them support back. Because the running journey is a bit of an up and downer. So as is life at times. So there you go. Deep. That's what Bart that's the places Bartshaw takes me to. Deep emotional places. So we'll see what uh, Jamie's got to say in the same subject. So I've got a message which I think is just generally to anybody who's listening to this podcast, which is probably probably people who are all runners in one way or another, and I think it would be that um, embrace running, you know, and that doesn't necessarily have to be running for performance it doesn't necessarily have to be running for positions it's just embrace running for whatever it brings because i've seen over the last 12 years you know that running can bring you friendship and it can bring you solace in bad times and it can give you joy and it can give you adventure and it can give you lots of things so i think we can always get swept up in being the best runner possible which isn't always possible you know, we can sometimes suffer injury and bad days and uh, bad weeks and months and years, but running will bring other things. Um, so just embrace embrace that um, and it can always bring goodness to your life, which is what I've found on the whole. So, yeah, embrace running and enjoy it. It would seem he agrees. I think this would be a good time to get back to Mandy Moore, really. Let's see what Mandy has to say about her year. So what's gone well this year? Well, I was really happy to start doing park run regularly again. And I got a few first in my new racing category, which was very pleasing. I also got my first grandchild and this was an amazing experience, better than I actually hoped. And it's just given us such hope and joy and it's given me a real impetus to stay fit and well. So what's not gone well? Well, hmm. I'd aimed to do the Totley Championship, but it just seemed that every time a race came up, I was either ill, injured. I even started one of them and then got badly kicked right at the start, so couldn't continue. And it just seemed I was doomed not to finish the championship. Um, The other thing that went wrong, we've had two big family upsets this year, which, although I thought I was coping well with, I was obviously holding some stress somewhere and I'd started to really become quite unwell towards the middle of the summer and it really continued. So I couldn't even do park run in the end. I was just becoming so unwell. I just had to like sit back and go, do you know what? This is just not going to happen this year. And hey-ho, the championship didn't happen either. So that was the end of that. What have I learned this year? Well, life will be up and down. It's not always as you plan or you hope, but if you keep your head strong, you will be fine. You will get through. 
You may have illness or injury, but with a positive outlook, you will manage to find joy. For my message to everyone, I've actually pinched this from Winston Churchill. If you're going through hell, keep going. I think that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Don't stop, be positive, And at the end of the day, happiness is greater than attainment. So even if your running isn't going brilliantly, just find joy or happiness in small victories and just learn to enjoy it. And that's much better than achieving some high attainment, some big goal. Try and be happy. So what am I looking forward to in the new year? Well, right at the start of the year, we're actually expecting our second grandchild. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be just such an amazing, happy event for us. And I want to bounce off that into being happy and positive to get out running again, um, complete some more park runs, maybe some more trail races or 10Ks. But more importantly, I'm just looking forward to running with my friends again. I've really missed just running with my friends. So whatever you're doing, folks, Enjoy your running and Happy New Year. That was great. I knew we'd get some good value out of Mandy. Sorry you've not been going through such great times the whole year, Mandy, but definitely sounds like it's had some real highs to go with those lows. And I think on my reflection of what's not gone so well with the podcast as I've been making this episode, it feels like there's not enough female voices in on the Bakefoot. So it's great to have someone like Mandy come along and you know, it's good to hear from all perspectives. And uh, Mandy always gives a unique one. So great to have you on. Well, let's get back to another man who's impressed me a lot this year. Has also been a good friend. Mr. Mr. Ron Hayward. Um, um, yeah. What's gone well? What has gone well this year? So right, it seems ages ago now, cross-country at the start of the year was probably the, the best performances and the best I've felt running at anything ever. Um, so yeah, obviously national cross-country was got in the top 10, which is good, at Parliament Hill. Um, then also inter-counties got a bronze. So yeah, just doing way better than I'd have ever, ever thought in these races and, like, not feeling like I shouldn't have been there either. Like, it was, it felt, it felt good. It didn't feel like I was fluking it. Um, so, yeah, I can, I'll always be happy with those performances and, yeah, realistically, I don't think I'll ever be able to match those performances. So, just be happy that they've happened. Um, what else has gone well? Obviously, I got, I got injured in the run-up to the trials for the European champs and for Lord Borrowdale. But what went well then was, well, obviously you helped me with a bit of physio on my bum, so that went well. Um, and just actually just cross-training and probably getting fitter for running off cycling than I was for running, if that makes sense. No, getting fitter for, cy- getting fitter for running off cycling more than I was getting fit off running. So just doing loads of hilly bike rides and cycling really hard up the hills around the Peak District up like Winnets Pass, um, Manic, up to like Standage and everything. 
And then, yeah, when I actually got to the trials, I'd only been jogging a little bit, but for somehow I was seemed to be fitter than I was before. Um, so that was good. That was reassuring that you can get injured and still enjoy it. And cycling's actually quite fun as well. Um, and then, yeah, the champs was going well. Um, so that was all fun. Good travelling around, going to all the different races. Felt really good at Lower Borrowdale. Just binned it a bit on the last descent. Um, so, yeah, just, I guess, feeling fit for most of the year. Um, what hasn't gone well... Still not very good at running on wet rock. So, yeah, recce in Langdale. Twisted man call on the last recce after driving up there about 50 times. Um, so, was just nursing everything a little bit and then got to the actual race. I was fine in the race, but obviously the race, um, yeah, bottled it a bit and didn't end up finishing. So, that wasn't very good. Um, but... That's what happens. Um, then I guess it was good to get into these like international races. So going to the Euros in La Palma. Didn't have a very good run there really. I think I was a bit too cautious in the training on the run up to it. So I was I was scared of injuring myself again. So I just basically did the bare minimum to keep fit. I was still training, but not um not like getting any fitter. So by the time I actually got to the race I wasn't quite sharp as I was at the trial because um, I just wanted to be able to actually go. Um, so then obviously went to Thailand later in the year for the world. And that one I think I did prepare quite well for. And yeah, I was in the sauna all the time and uh, really focused and felt reasonably, reasonably fit going into it. Had a good run at the trial for that as well. Um, but then in the race, I just felt awful. Um had been like coughing my lungs up all week, so I think I had some kind of chest infection. Basically, I had a cough since then. Um, I thought it was the air conditioning that might have done it, but God knows. Um, so, yeah, that could have gone better. So, would, would have liked to have done better at the international races, but um, my first goal was just to try and get onto the team and then do as best as I could once I was on the team. So, halfway there. Uh, a message to other runners you'd like to share, I think, just enjoy it, keep it simple, um, yeah, there's a lot of distracting stuff out there that I just think you can easily squander a lot of time looking at or doing or um, investing in, like, but at the end of the day, like, you just got to get out there and do your preparation for your races. Um, but yeah, aim for something might help keeping your motivation um, and just enjoy the preparation that that involves and the excuse that gives you to go out and enjoy be out, being out there. Uh, what else? Also, yeah, in a race, some people complain that it hurts or it gets hard, but it is a race, so... It's supposed to hurt, so don't forget when it starts to hurt that embrace the darkness. And yeah, welcome it. That's what you've been waiting for. So what am I looking forward to next year? Uh, Matlock AC, going to give it a go at the champs. So I think we're going to get a full team out for all the champs and 
see how we can do after doing well at the relays the last couple of years. Never really managed to get a full team out for all the Champs races. Um, so if we can talk Harry Holmes out of his ultra-running ambitions and hopefully we all have a full team. Then what else? Just, yeah, the fail Champs really, just the way it basically just your life revolves around it. So looking forward to the next race, going doing recce's with your friends, drinking loads of Costa coffee on the way down from different petrol stations, getting a little sandwich or something, a little tea room afterwards and just talking about the route. It's a pretty decent lifestyle, really. Um, what else looking forward to? Not doing Langdale. That'd be good. Uh, I'm sure everyone says this, but I'd like to do more in, more running in Scotland. So, yeah, shout out to all the Scottish people. And if you know any good things to do, let me know. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, I'd like to... We'd like to go to Europe in the summer and cycle between the races. So do some of the, like, maybe flatter and... Um, I can't even think what the race is. Just different races around the Alps and cycle in between and do a bit of camping and, yeah, just soak up the ambiance. I think that's it, really. Yeah, thanks for asking the questions. Thanks for the podcast. Enjoy it. Loads. Look forward to every episode. And... Well done for keeping it going and for getting some really good guests on there and some really good conversations. And yeah, sorry if this brings the quality down at all. Peace. So yeah, big thank you to Dan Howarth there. Um, I'm glad that me touching his bum, um, sorry, giving him some physio uh, advice uh, was as memorable for him as it was for me. Um that got my name in the Fell Running magazine, which was a bit of a highlight of my year. Um, yep, Dan, you've stepped up. You have made my running heroes alongside the Lord of Totley and Dave Archer. And you've actually not been such a miserable git that you'd come on the podcast as well. So uh, what a guy. Who is next? Thank you, Bart and Jamie. Great to have you back on the podcast. Uh, wishing you all the luck in the new year. So, from a couple of great Totley chaps, let's go to a fell running couple. Just showing Nick how to uh, do a sound clip without uh, having to hold the button for three hours. You learn something new every day, hey? Um... Hi Charlie, this is Nick Jackson and Billy Cartwright, otherwise known as William. Um, we're just giving you a little voice clip of our best bits and worst bits for 2022. Mm. Mental that we're in 2023. Anyway, so the first question is, what have I enjoyed this year? What have you enjoyed this year, William? The two standout things for me would be Thailand, I'd probably say that's number one, and number two, La Palma, so the Euros and the Worlds. Um, yeah, it was hard almost to not think of them as mini holidays, wasn't it? Mm. I think they're just, you're obviously gunning for the race and you prepare, probably prioritise it more than you do any other race, but then when you're there and you know you're with 
all the the team it's kind of hard to um not to think of it as a race until you're actually there on race day and the few days building into it thinking like okay it's fairly important but mm-hmm. everyone seems pretty chilled out when you're actually there and you know you don't really see any nerves i think i think the nerves maybe start to build like the day before the night before because there's a lot more like faff i would say with it um it's not like a a normal fell race where you like do your bag like in the morning and you sort out your kit like you're sorting it out sort of like a couple of days before drink prep fuel prep making sure your coat weighs the right amount and things um i think talking about which animals gonna eat you in the jungle yeah talking about which animals snakes but i didn't see a single snake um but yeah i think i would say for me my favorite race it's a toss-up really for me personally i think it's between langdale horseshoe and the scarfell pike trail marathon oh yeah Um, where did you finish in both these races first (laughs) (laughs) no that's not the reason well i would say it's maybe associated but would you have preferred to finish second no (laughs) langdale was just such like i love it like it's such a good route Mm. um really technical it was grim which was like my ideal weather conditions really and muddy yeah and scarfell pike trail marathon i think um that was really good like i really enjoyed that um especially having last year like tore my achilles halfway around so it was nice to get around in one piece and sort of cement your place in the world's team i think it was a big relief at the end of that race wasn't it just to sort of cross the line being an automatic however we had qualified previously yeah and then (laughs) then it got cancelled like the year before so something in the back of your mind's always thinking, all right, well, yeah, I'm excited about the race, but is it going to get cancelled again? Is the World Champs going to be in 2034? Mm. And then it's going to be, you know, that's going to be the first year that it's not been postponed. <laughs> but, yeah, to make the teams, obviously. I think I've also just enjoyed just just getting out, like, just running, just running. Gives you that headspace and just to be battling against the Lake District elements and, yeah, just having that freedom to be anywhere and not see anyone whilst you're out on a run is just, especially around here, is, um, yeah, pretty special, really. Yeah, it's a pretty epic place to run, isn't it, around here? Yeah. Uh, So, what went well? I think the same things, actually, (laughs) (laughs) like Langdale and Scarfell Pike. They went really well. Um, I was a little bit disappointed with La Palma. Um, Yeah. I think, yeah, for me, it was on the sort of the the furthest end of my sort of distance-wise. Yeah, it was, what, 29 miles? Yeah. I think it was down to 29 miles. I think it turned out. It's like 28, 28, yeah. Yeah, it was was a long way. Um, I'm covering question three here. What didn't go so well? Um, but yeah, oh, have I just go back to what went well? No, no, I think I've just, I think that was my mistake. Anyway. No. Uh, what, what, what went well for you, Bill? <laughs> what went well for me? Oh dear, yeah, this one doesn't roll off the tongue quite so well. I think, uh, 
Yeah, I could go to what didn't go well. That would. No, we got to do what went well first. Okay, what went well. Uh, first GB vest. Yeah, first GB vest course. Um, Debut. Yeah, uh, finishing the season uninjured is always really mm, nice. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, I think that's what made the holiday after Thailand. Like we stayed out ten more days later after the Worlds and booked our own flights back to stay in Thailand a bit longer. And just, yeah, having survived the race, you know, so many long races this year, what, if we count them, what what would it be? I think there'd be Three Peaks, uh, La Palma, Old Crown Round, um, Scarfell Trail Marathon, and The World. And I did Langdale. All over 20. Yeah, you did Langdale, and I'm sure there's other races in there. I mean... Plus the long training runs. It's been a long year trainings, of... Yeah. You don't get many people run that far. You know, you won't get people doing however many marathons a year. So it's it's quite a Well, it's not even a whole year, really, is it? It's a condensed... It's like a... Eight Within month, a season, yeah. Eight-month period, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, for me, that's been... That's been quite tough, doing all those long races and the long training runs in between as well. I think... I think we've... After Thailand, we've definitely sort of had a bit of a break and a rest and also not done much long stuff and I think that's probably going to be the focus for the next few weeks and few months isn't it um but yeah uh what didn't go well um oh I was second in the English championship again <laughs> yeah but um just collecting those seconds just collecting those silver medals but no like um would have been nice to win a few more champs races, but yeah, I think missed and other things didn't go so well. <laughs> Navigating in the mist at Old Grand Round, that was a spectacular disaster. Around your local hills. Yeah, yeah, whoops, should have wrecked that more than once. <laughs> um, what didn't go well? Oh, I got a bit of a hip niggle, a um, bit of a hip flexor niggle, which... Um, wasn't particularly ideal. That was before Scarfell Park Tram Marathon, I think. Oh no, it was after. It was before Langdale. Um, basically, just did too much, too much climbing in a week. Um, yeah, we're doing some big, big uh, amounts of uh, up and down. Yeah, weren't we in yeah. preparation for Thailand? Yeah, and I don't. In fact, no, I think. Because La Palma was down as it was going to be a load of climbing. Turned out it wasn't, and yeah. it wasn't as far. So, yeah. but I think Thailand was fairly true, fairly accurately measured, wasn't it? Or was it was that missing quite a bit of climbing? Either way, we we, we over climbed. I was knocking before. on I think like twenty thousand foot for like a couple of weeks, which yeah, I, I never really get up to that much climbing. And to be honest, I almost don't think it's that oh, beneficial. To what didn't extent. go so well? We got COVID, didn't we? That oh, wasn't ideal. But, yeah. We got COVID about... I think the one thing that I would mention about what didn't go well is the fact that with the world and the mountain running stuff clashing with the fell stuff, um, you know, I think as fell runners, we just want to be in the mix with the championship. And coming into Langdale, thinking that, yeah... That I wasn't in for a shout of even like scoring in the championship it was a bit like ah, oh. not that I'd take away 
any of the GB um, races or like, you know, opportunities or experiences or whatever you call them. But it's hard missing out on the fell stuff because that's that's where my heart is, really. Uh, <laughs> getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, start crying. It's uh, it's I'd, it would be nice if the two didn't clash. I think you're always going to get that, though, just with the season's only so long and there's got to be trial races in there. And the problem with the championships is the six races. And unfortunately, if you if you miss one of those and your closest rival, shall we say, gets full points, then you're going to be on the back foot. Um, on the bait foot. On the bait foot. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> joking there for you, Charlie. Nice. <laughs> but nice yeah, like it's... it's a lovely segue. <laughs> It's always it's always difficult to manage which races to do and and things and and which races to focus on and and ultimately um yeah those are hard decisions but um <clears throat> you've got to really just try and do what you can and be happy with the choice that you make and yeah yeah I try and scatter your eggs in several baskets and then if it doesn't work out then yeah transfer them so it's 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 difficult and I think. It's hard to juggle it all, yeah. and yeah, it's almost quite clear that the people who do kind of specialise in one thing seems to do better. Whereas, you know, contrary-wise, you could say that Hannah Russell, she did the Euro... Actually, she didn't do the Worlds, but yeah, she absolutely smashed the champs. Yeah, She's yeah. still got a GB vest, and yeah, no, it's it definitely is possible. Oh, yeah. But it's just a tiny bit more of a risk, and... I think also the the difficult thing is that we've done the longer distance races at both champs. Yeah, true. And that takes a lot more out of you than, say, doing the up and down or the uphill. And you've got to factor in that champs race either side of the weekends and what else you're missing out on. And you can't go into a World or Europeans having done a long race a couple of weekends before like it just is not no. going to work or even <laughs> or even a medium race it's you've just got to be a bit more clever with your with your training and your preparation yeah and um, i think i've said that to i think i was chatting to mr foster actually um and yeah you've almost got to think you put that much emphasis on one race say the worlds and or the euros to probably finish in the top 20 you know, you sometimes it's hard to tell if you've had a good race or yeah. a bad race, <laughs> but you just know that you've put a hell of a lot of time and effort into doing these races. Yeah. Whereas you could do, say, one of the Lakeland Classics and get a really respectable time, something that you're really happy with. And for me personally, like I don't know, I'd almost be equally as proud doing that than I would. Um. I don't know, finishing twentieth yeah. or wherever I mm. was. Well, I was twenty fifth on the. Yeah. I was in twentieth. <laughs> a message for any runners out there. Oh. Uh, don't know. Don't be afraid to walk the climbs. Enjoy, because I don't know. I've done a fair bit of walking on some climbs, and you seem to take in a bit more of the scenery a bit more. It's mm. quite nice, just slowing mm. things down a little bit, and yeah, don't. Don't be thrashing around everywhere and take your easy runs a bit easier occasionally mm-hmm. and go easier on yourself. I have a one. Um, don't do... Well, you can do it, but I prefer not to. But don't do the same route twice in one week. 
Just <laughs> add a bit of variety up. I Bill will always laugh at me. Yes, yeah, you've got OCD. <laughs> do not do the same route twice. I like to mix it up each week and do a different run each day or go up a different hill each day. Mm. Um, yeah, just just to keep things different and enjoyable. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously that. That works if you've got a variety of routes on your doorstep. If you haven't and you're limited, then, yeah, maybe you have to do the same run twice a week. But no, I always find... You are not allowed to do the same route. <laughs> even, even, if you if, get... even if you've only got one route that you like, <laughs> do not repeat that same route. Even Otherwise, if... you will die. <laughs> no, you will die. Just... I just I just find mentally it works quite so well. Die of boredom. Yeah. Okay. You've got to keep it interesting, haven't you? Like, yeah. keep it enjoyable. And even if you do the route back to front... Or... What if you enjoy doing the same route twice? Well, then you you stick with that. And But the <laughs> most important thing is, I guess, I guess just enjoy it. You're doing it to in, enjoy it. And if you don't want to run that day, then that's fine. Like, yeah, don't feel compelled to to do something just because everyone else is doing it. And, and most importantly, listen to your body. Hear, hear. Well said, that woman. <laughs> Okay, we shall end on that note. Yeah, I don't delete it. (laughs) Next up is a gentleman called Ricky Parrish, who was fastest finger on the trigger when I asked if anybody on Instagram wanted to talk about their 2022. And I hope you enjoy his insights as much as I did. Hi, mate. Uh, Yeah, so I'll keep this uh, quite brief, I guess. so yeah, 2022 has been a bit of an inconsistent year due to injury. Uh, been injured about 18 months now, on and off. So yeah, a little bit of a frustrating one. Um, but it's uh, in in a sense, it's been really good because it's allowed me to give get a bit of perspective on um, uh, what running and, and life means. I guess um, I uh, yeah, I've kind of gone just 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 ma- niggling little injuries really that have kind of like you know you get you yeah prevented me from from getting going really because i've been an idiot and uh tried racing too soon so i guess my biggest takeaway would be for, for anyone would be to um you know if you do have a a, a fairly lengthy injury uh, issue mine was um a, a, an lcl ligament strain so um yeah, that was a, a few months out, and then uh, yeah, just give give your body the time to rest and uh, the time to recover before racing. You know, the ra- racing's not the be all and end all, and it's um, it's good fun, but it's it's not why we should be r- running running really. Um, it's you know, it, it shouldn't be the f- sole focus. The sole focus should be to um, to move, uh, enjoy ourselves. You know, um, sort of unwind, yeah, and and things like that. So. Um, uh, so yeah, they're, they're my kind of t- key takeaways. Um, things I've enjoyed, uh, yeah, I've just been uh, doing the odd odd race here and there. I went to um, Glenshee in uh, April and uh, during a brief window of not being injured, which is really good. And uh, I would recommend as a fell running mecca. Uh, it's definitely somewhere everyone should go. Uh, right, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks. That was great. I wish he'd stopped talking about takeaways, though. Uh, I guess my biggest takeaway in 2022 was the dominoes I had the night before Gisborough. Um, and I don't think it was performance enhancing. Oh, hold on. Ricky's back. 
Oh, and uh, things I'm looking forward to are um, for 2023 are um, just getting some consistency back. I'm starting to get going a little bit again, uh, building some strength, getting in the gym, um, and uh, studying. To um, I've got a place at university to study physiotherapy next year uh, in 2023. So. Uh, that's all pretty exciting. So, um, yeah, and hopefully just a summer of uh, some good, solid uh, running and fun in the hills with friends. Cool. So there you go. I mean, he's going to fix himself back up by studying physiotherapy. Nice move. And thank you, Ricky, for sharing that with us. Big fan of the show, by the way. And uh, I felt that um, there should be a, a fell running kind of podcast out there um i think the low-key nature of it really kind of um is typical of the sport as well so that's really nice a really nice touch and um yeah just just nice to have a fell running podcast not a ultra running or a trail running one so <laughs> cool yeah keep it up looking forward to 2023 oops slipped in a bit of praise there well, you enjoy a bit of praise every now and then. Ah. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this um, lovely review from everybody who's dropped in. Uh, review of 2022 and giving us some things to think about for 2023. I think it's a really hard thing for people to do to send a message by WhatsApp, but I thought it was a good idea to make an episode like this uh, where we just got everybody's voices in together so thank you to everyone who's contributed i'm actually not going to say too much um, but there is something that i would like to talk about to send us off so here we are i think we should just take a moment to appreciate one major part of our running kit which i don't think you can run without and that is socks. And a few years ago, me and a friend, we wrote a song about socks. Um, my friend Jack Herbert, very briefly, he's once had a little flirtation with running, but he's much more of a non-runner. But he's got a beautiful voice. So playing you out for the 22 New Year's episode is the band that we called Soft Classic Night Club and that's spelt with a K before the night uh, with the song Sock Anarchy
Whenever I feel like Feel Red, pink, brown Black or white I wear my socks Wear my socks Whenever I feel like Feel like Even if I didn't wash Them after a high Train of socks are tomorrow these socks keep your feet warm Keep your feet warm What socks give you away when hunting? What? Or even our body socks? Long johns keep your thighs dry Even when your trousers are wet I don't know what I like But the power of long johns are not even socks I'll wear my socks Whenever I like Whenever I like Red, pink, brown Black, black or white, white. I'll wear my socks Whenever I feel like Whenever I feel like Even if I didn't wash Then after a high Till the socks are suggestive So suggestive When you swim in water, water. I wear my socks. Wear my socks. Whenever I feel like. Whenever I feel like. Red, pink, brown, black, black or white. Wear my socks. Wear my socks. Whenever you like. Whenever you like. Even if I didn't wash. After a hike The prince has a new pair of socks Every day If only our lives Could also be that way Bye So if you're still here You've made it to the end Of my first season With what is now on the bake foot. I can't thank you enough. I do not know how this has, uh, from what I hear, I don't hear a lot, been, but I've looked at the listening numbers and I'm, I'm terming this a success. So I'm looking to get some good guests on next year because I think the guests are really what make it. <laughs> Trying to figure out what I bring to it, but yeah, I'm going to keep just uh, bringing what I bring. And if you have feedback, suggestions, anything like that, you can contact me on Instagram. Um, that's, we are, you know, you have to look for, I don't know, how's Instagram work? I think if you search on the back foot, I don't know, we're probably on there. Um, I'll put a little link. And you can also email, um, and the email address is on the back foot pod at gmail.com have a great 2023 everyone long pause much love
podcast. We talked about running, we talked about other things too. Thank you for joining, we hope you enjoyed it. That was on the bait foot.